This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2474, Six Questions to Ask Yourself When You're Stressed, by Erica Lane with nosidebar.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. This is the show where I usually read to you kind of like an audiobook, but on Sundays, I think it's nice to share an episode from another podcast where we read to you. Today's comes from my brother's show, Optimal Health Daily. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. So without further ado, let's hear this episode read by my brother, Dr. Neil of Optimal Health Daily, followed by his commentary as we optimize your life. Six Questions to Ask Yourself When You're Stressed by Erica Lane with nosidebar.com. Every now and then, I wake up with a knot where my neck meets my left shoulder. I usually figure it's one of the hazards of being a side and stomach sleeper, so I take some ibuprofen and move on with my day. Recently though, the pressure that started out in one spot slowly moved across the full width of my shoulders and stayed that way for several days. I sat one night with a hot water bottle on my neck, venting to my husband about how crowded my brain felt. I rattled off a dozen to-dos and half a dozen worries, and then I ended by saying, I guess I need to de-stress, dial it down a bit. In that exact moment, it occurred to me that maybe the hot water bottle on my shoulders and the stress I was describing weren't separate, weren't incidental. Maybe my body was playing out the stress that originated in my head. Does this happen to you? Do you ever barely register what's going on in your mind until you start feeling it in your body? Whenever it clicks in my head that what I'm feeling is an unhealthy level of stress, I do a handful of things to de-escalate it. If you struggle with stress, I suggest asking yourself these questions next time you feel weighed down by it. One, whose feelings am I absorbing? I think women are especially prone to this. Many may be the heartbeats of their home. They're continually monitoring everyone's feelings and it's almost impossible for them not to pick those feelings up and carry them as their own. Psychologists describe this as being enmeshed. The things people say and feel go straight into our core. It's a draining way to live and it often sends us careening from enmeshed to disengaged, think your Netflix habit, and back again. So when you feel stress in your body, push yourself to identify whose feelings you're carrying. Is your kid upset because he can't quit piano? Is your spouse anxious about a proposal he's presenting at work? Are two of your friends in an argument? The world needs us empaths, but sometimes we have to make sure we're not letting others' feelings rest too heavily on us. Two. How is this stress affecting me? How is it manifesting itself? Have you been short-tempered lately with your kids or friends? Are your shoulders tense like mine were? Maybe you've been watching more TV than normal or browsing too much social media in hopes of escaping it. The more you recognize the damage your stress is doing, the more willing you'll be to release it. Three, what is within my control and what is without? It feels amazing to pinpoint a couple of things you can do right away to reduce your stress. And it also feels amazing to identify a few things that are beyond your control and to loosen your hold on them. Do both, often. Four, will anything change if I worry about it? I love the Swedish proverb, quote, worry gives a small thing a big shadow, end quote. Too often the issues that seem large and looming when we're in the middle of the worry end up not even materializing. Ask yourself how much joy you're missing out on by planning for the worst. Five. What can I set down for a season? On a practical level, if you're stressed, you probably have a few too many balls in the air. While life is short and deserves to be lived fully in the time we have, I like to let myself off the hook by believing that life is also long. Long enough, or at least I hope it will be, 
for me to do everything I want to do. Setting something down for a week or a month or a couple of years doesn't mean you'll never pick it back up again. Quote, if you board the wrong train, it is no use running along the corridor in the other direction. Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Six, how can I fill my tank? Step one, strip away some of the stressors. Step two, equally important and arguably more so, pour on the self-love. Taking care of yourself isn't just something to do. It's a way to live. It's a continuous process of valuing yourself, your time, your energy, your worth. It's essential to balancing out the pressures of day-to-day life. I'm close enough to people who are continuously plagued by stress. It takes a lot of self-checking to keep it at bay, but I can tell you this, it feels so much better to walk around with relaxed shoulders. You just listened to the post titled, Six Questions to Ask Yourself When You're Stressed by Erica Lane with nosidebar.com. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids 6 to 18. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the GoHenry app. And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month unless canceled. So here's some of my commentary. Sometimes when we feel as though we need a little bit of love, we need to just relax, it can be an excuse to not exercise or not eat right. So I want you to be careful that when we say, how can you fill your tank? And how can you love yourself more? It's not always an excuse to stop doing the things that will make you feel better, like exercising, like eating nutritious foods. Instead, it's about those things that are really stressing you out. And I love that the article addressed those things you can control and those things you cannot. What we're finding is much of our stress is based on those things that we have no control over. That's what stresses us out. It's like the Rolling Stones say, I can't get no satisfaction. I can't control these things, I can't make them go my way, and therefore I end up frustrated. That frustration can turn to anger and therefore stress. So when you think about what's stressing you out right now, make a little list. And after you make that list, look carefully at the items you've written down. Which of those things do you have some control over? Those that you have no control over, like let's say traffic, cross those off your list. Then those things over which you do have control Those are the ones where you want to write down some action, things that you can do to exert that control. That right there, that alone will help you feel less stressed. The next step then is to actually exert that control in reality. And for those items that you've crossed off your list, those things you can't control, what we're going to need to do then is find a way to deal with that stress. Since you have no control over it, you're going to need to let it go. You need to breathe deeply when you encounter that stress. Think happy thoughts. If the traffic is stressing you out, turn to a radio station you enjoy. You need to find a way to cope with that stress and not let it bother you. 
All right, that'll do it for me for today. I'll be back tomorrow for our usual Friday Q&A, so stay tuned for that, where your optimal life awaits.